Legal discussion on Tip Today is brought to you in association with Lynch Solicitors Clan Mel on the web at lynchsolicitors.ie and at divorceinireland.com. John Lynch from Lynch Solicitors is with me in studio. Good morning to you, John. Uh, good morning, Fran. And uh, good to talk to you today. You're going to talk to us about traffic accidents? Yeah, kind of, I'm going to say unfortunately, we're kind of back to that time of year again, you know. The weather is changing. I don't know whether everybody knows that I know, but I, I just think that the darkness is starting. It is. In the evening, whatever. Mm. And I was just saying to you before we came on air there, I was down in Dingle and... It was if, if ever there was a classic of a Irish weather day with the weather down, the rain in the peninsula and whatever. And of course, unfortunately, from a legal perspective, you're going to have road traffic accidents. Mm. And if you have road traffic accidents, the question that kind of comes up is how do I deal with it and what's the best way to deal with it? And we've prepared, I did a booklet, I've been reviewing booklets over the last period of time, but we've done a booklet on road traffic accidents, and I was actually looking at it there this morning, and I was just looking at the practical things that we suggest that people do, so I'm just going to list out a couple of them. Mm. So, I mean, what do you do if you're at an accident, you're at an accident scene, what are, what are the things that, from a legal perspective, you should do? But, I mean, from a practical perspective, the very first thing, anyway, is to stay safe, because we've all had experiences of visualising or seeing people where there's an accident and they're standing on the road and they're not aware of the fact that in fact there are subsequent hazards that if they don't do something about it it could cause serious problems mm. in terms of slowing down traffic and things like that so stay safe is the first one this, the next one that I've often said to people which isn't a legal one is you know to be nice about it I mean again the problem is that you know when you're in a stressful situation like that you can overreact and that obviously doesn't help the situation in any way at all the next practical one is to call the guards. So the guardie now, you know, over the last number of years have stepped up considerably the way that they look at accidents, the way they deal with the accidents and not saying that they didn't deal with them properly, but mm. you now have very specialist divisions that deal with road traffic accidents and obviously the first step is to involve the guardie in it. The other one, is, which is a much more practical one from a legal perspective in terms of from a subsequent dealing with it from our perspective is to exchange details. So, you know, we all have our windscreen information that you can get. Um, but in terms of exchange details, the other one that's kind of important to exchange or to find out about is whether there are witnesses to the accident and if there are to get the details of the witnesses so that you can subsequently, if there's an issue, that you can at least have access to somebody who might have seen the accident because, you know, the classic, I'll always remember in the early days when I was involved in road traffic accident cases, I used to investigate them as in look at them and go out to the scene, look at them, talk to the clients and that. And, you know, the ones that I used to always invariably try and run would be the ones where you might have two different versions of the same accident. Mm. You take your instructions from your client, the client gives you one version, and then you obviously have a completely different version on the other side. And the things that are going to influence how successful you are as a lawyer in terms of dealing with the client's claim is, the fa is if you like, all that evidence that can be gathered at the time. So, you know, the evidence that you can gather at the scene now is helped in a huge amount by modern technology because if you think about the fact that we have what they call these cab 
cams that they have, dash cams. Dash cams, yeah. So you now have dash cams, you now have mobile phones, you have smartphones. So things like, you know, and I remember really, you know, 30, 40 years ago being in the district court, you know, because I used to act for, I don't know if you remember the PMPA. I do indeed. The PMPA. I used to actually act for the PMP in the county of Tipperary, uh, Leash, and I used to travel all over the co- all over the county and defending claims mm. on behalf of insureds. And you got a fair good sense of how important it is important it is to get the evidence at the scene of right. the accident because an awful lot of cases will be taken up with where was the debris, where did the debris fall you know, what kind of debris was it where where was the damage mm. to the car you know, were there skid marks were there not skid- So we can you know, photograph now and video from our smartphone so that's what we should Absolutely, do? Absolutely, that's what you should do yeah. and in fact you know, one of the things that I was thinking about when I was preparing the pack there uh, was that um, I'm going to to get an app, you know, these apps for your phone. And I'm thinking, I used to say to people years ago, you know, here, buy a diary. And I think at one stage I was quite proactive in that I used to have a couple of diaries on, on my desk. And if somebody was involved in any kind of a piece of litigation, you'd say, here, here's a diary. As and from now, record everything because it's all about recording the evidence. Mm. So if you go to the doctor and you're attending the doctor, you write down your the details of your attendance. You wake up in the morning, you feel not great today. I don't know what kind of a, a personality that you would be in terms of, you know, the way people are. I mean... I usually forget of it as mm. many things as I can, if you know what I mean, in terms of you move on, you deal with the next thing. Mm. But some people are quite good at recording stuff. I wouldn't be one of I those. I wouldn't be either. So no. the diary is a great idea. Mm. But now in the modern day, I've added into the, now I must get the app or I must do the app or whatever. I looked at a piece of software the other day and you can actually do these apps yourself. But all that the app would do is it would combine your smartphone apps if you know what I mean into one and you'd have your camera you'd have your diary you'd have your scanner so if you're going and you have an expense like you know you get an invoice for repairing your car or you attend a doctor and you have to pay a fee or whatever you you scan the invoice and hold on to that if you were you know on a daily basis if you're suffering injuries you'd record the injury, how you feel today, etc., etc., makes it so much easier. It's a very good so. idea. And oh, yeah. is there not a, a commercial app available at the moment for that? There isn't. I there think is. you're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be Lynch Lister's app. But I mean, I think there, yeah. you know, it's, it's. I'm sure it has been done, and I'm sure there are apps. I'm sure there are listeners out there that will might might make it a bit easier for me and tell me that there is an app. But it's just combining all the features of your phone, putting them onto one thing. Mm. But I mean, if you go back then like the camera at the scene of the accident you know what I mean the amount of cases that I've been involved in where there's been long detailed discussion about was the debris at the centre of the road was it on the mm. correct side of the road was it on the correct side of the road how far was it from this how far was it right. from that and all of that information can be lost within days of course then what we're talking about here are situations where you might be lucky enough to have come out on, relatively oh, unscathed the whole absolutely. thing but some people are incapacitated and, and, and they can't and no do any to, of this sort no of and there's no way yeah. you can do that yeah. but you could do it the following day yeah. or you could arrange for it to have somebody it else to the do it day. Day. yeah 
But yes, obviously. The other, I mean, what are the what are the do's or the don'ts? Those are the do's, if you like. What are the don'ts? I mean, the don'ts, the classic don't is don't admit liability at the scene of the accident. And that there's a number of reasons why not to do that. Number one is that the insurers, the insurance company that you're insured with, because one of the do's is to notify your insurers in the event of an accident. Mm-hmm. But one of the don'ts by the insurance company is not to admit liability. Now, by the way, not admitting liability isn't the same as not being sympathetic to somebody who's injured at the scene of an accident mm-hmm. or not being sympathetic to somebody who's stressed as a result of damage to their car. That's not the same thing as admitting liability, if you know what I mean. Um, but, I mean, not to admit liability at the scene is to do with the fact that sometimes you may not know how the accident happened and your initial reaction would be, oh, my God, I'm sorry, and you're sorry that there was an accident rather than sorry that you caused the accident, if you know what I mean. It brings me in mind long, long years ago when I was reversing into a car parking space and I wondered why I hit the car behind me and I had a passenger who was looking at the same time, checking the space. And the reason that I hit the car behind me was somebody drove in literally into the space as I was driving into it. Something, if you'd asked me, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Mm. And if I'd admitted liability, I I would have been incorrect in the circumstances, if you know what I mean. But the other thing is not to move the vehicles if you can at all, because obviously you're trying to maintain the scene for the guards and for subsequent evidence, if you know what I mean. The other one is not to leave the scene. Mm. Leaving the scene of the accident is a crime. Uh, you have to be very, very careful that you don't leave the scene of an accident because you, you're obliged by law to report the accident, number one. Number two, you shouldn't leave the scene. You've right. often, you've often now, you might it. feel under pressure because you're holding up a whole load oh, of you might traffic be. or you something, but, but still don't be, but leave but still, the scene. But still don't leave the scene, yeah. exactly, yeah. I mean, the other one then is to keep a note of everything. I mean, and that's back down to the app that I was talking about. I mean, you literally just keep a note of everything and anything that you have. And, you know, because immediately after the accident, you're, you're, you're in a situation that you're dealing with the immediacy of the accident. Obviously, if there were injuries, the other big one is to call an ambulance. Mm. You know, look for uh, the ambulance to come on the scene and to deal with that accident situation. I mean, <clears throat> once you're off the scene, the immediacy of the accident, then you're into the next practical level, which is what you do after that or how does one deal with the, with the situation after that. I mean, you're reporting it to your insurers is number one. And, you know, you're then dealing with the practicalities of the car, car damage, how you deal with that, how you deal with the other the insurer on the other side. Mm. And, I mean, the thing to remember is that, you know, where you have a comprehensive policy of insurance and let's say we're dealing with damage only and let's just limit the, limit the conversation to damage only. If you're dealing with damage only, more often than not, insurance companies have agreements between themselves that, you know, if you have comprehensive cover, you deal with it on the comprehensive cover, and then they go about recovering it from the other insurance right, company. Right. So they, it's like doing a divvy up at the end of the year, if you know what I mean. Of course, it, but it does down. speed things up. It speeds yeah, things up, yeah. makes things much more efficient to yeah. deal with it that way. The, the other issue about comprehensive insurance claims, of course, is that there are certain uninsured losses that you can have, losses that aren't covered by your comprehensive policy. And 
you know, you're entitled to cover those from the other party, those uninsured losses. So depreciation on your vehicle, you know, if you had damage to property in the car. And mm. then obviously the other one is the personal injury side of things. Obviously, if you have personal injuries, that's not something that's going to be covered under comprehensive policy. And now you're into the realm of initiating or starting a claim against the other party. And that's a question of establishing contact with the insurer for the other party and then starting the mm. process. One of the new, new, relatively new processes that have been has been introduced in recent years, of course, when you're talking about claims, is the whole uh, person, the insurance pile, what we call the assessment board, their personal injuries assessment board. That's a new uh, mechanism now that has added. A, I was going to say an extra step, but has has added another step to the process mm. of, you know, dealing with claims. And when you're dealing with claim, the one thing that I would have, would have kind of said to somebody that's quite important, you know, when, when I say when you should get your details and exchange the details, yes. one of the things that sometimes is, is important to remember is that sometimes you may be dealing with an uninsured driver. And, you know, in order to establish that you're dealing with an uninsured driver, making contact and having contact with the investigating guard is, is very helpful because they will validate the insurance situation because, as you know, at the scene of the accident, they will look for insurance, there's a driver's licence and that. So ensuring that you are dealing with somebody who is insured, no pun intended, mm. is a very important element of dealing with road traffic. I have a feeling we, we'll have to get back to this because there's, there's much more, I would imagine, to it. But can I just ask you about, and it's something that happened to me in recent years, um, where you do a deal with somebody, you say, look, we don't want to involve anybody in this. We'll come mm. to an arrangement ourselves. Mm. Mm. Is that dangerous to do that? Tricky question, Fran, because I've done it myself, mm. to be fair. I've dealt with a situation where somebody says, oh, look, listen, can I just... Yeah. Actually, I did, I did it about 40 years ago in Scotland, would you believe it, when I was a, a law student where a fellow came off a roundabout and came straight into the side of my car. I was fine. The car wasn't fine, and he said, "Great Scotch accent! I'll sort it out for you." It was my first experience of how tight the Scots can be. If you know what I mean? <laughs> it took me about six months to get him to deal with it. Right. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, can you deal with it directly without involving insurance companies? Uh, or, or the Gardaí? Or the Gardaí? Well. Mm. Technically speaking, no. I mean, if you have an accident, you're obliged to report it. Um, if there is a, if if you have an accident, you're supposed to advise your your insurers. Now, you know, let's take off the legal hat for a second. If your buddy next door, you know, taps your car on the way out of the drive or something, mm. are you going to report it to your insurers? Are you, you know, are you going to say to him, well, okay, fine, let's just sort it out between ourselves? I mean, obviously, he has an obligation to report it to insurers. If you, if you're in a situation where you're involved in an accident, which is no responsibility of yours at all, and the other party accepts responsibility, well, then under those circumstances, I would say that if you're prepared to accept that. Mm whoever it is will pay and compensate right. for everything that's but, fine but you need to be careful you need to be careful and you yeah. also need to be careful that you'll admit to it and then by the time you find out that this guy isn't going to pay you it's too late uh, in terms of you haven't reported to your insurers you can't make a claim off your own policy because you're left to too late so you know 
I'd tr- say tread with, carefully. With caution. With All right. caution. Listen, we'll, we'll get back to this, John, because I'm sure there's sure. an awful lot more, more to it indeed. Good to talk to you today. Thanks Gosh very God. much indeed. Thank John Lynch from Lynch Solicitors in uh, Clanmill.